Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome to the Mike Grab Weekly Podcast, uh, episode 21 for October 20th, 2017. I've officially been doing this for half a year now, which is crazy. It uh, For half a year I've officially been cutting off <laughs> the middle of my sentence to drink because I'm an idiot. Um, really doesn't feel like it was half a year ago that I actually started this, but I'm glad that I did. I'm glad I continue to do it. Um, that's crazy. It's crazy how quickly half a year can go. Just you're doing all this stuff. And it, especially coming into a new season at the moment, coming into spring now, like it's actually hot and shit now, but like, so now it actually does feel a little bit different, but still, man. It fucking always weirds me out how quick a, a year can go. It's that, like, you always see that uh, explanation of it feels like the years go quicker because it's a smaller fraction of your life. That's why the years when you were younger um, were really quick. Sorry, weren't really quick. They were very long. So you're five years old. And the years five to six, that year is really long because <clears throat> that's a sixth of your life by the time you hit six years old. And you look, I'm just fucking saying something that probably everyone knows, but I'm just thinking out loud here. <laughs> uh, so what did I get up to? Um, as I'm currently recording this in the morning, the very early morning of Friday... Uh, late Thursday, I just came back from seeing a show, which was nice. I went to, um, finished work, went and got a haircut, got a beard trim. I feel really, feel really good. It's nice how just something so simple can make you feel so much better about yourself. Like I feel, I feel, I feel like I look nice and I, I'm not ashamed to say it, but it feels weird to say it sometimes. I don't know why, but Hey. I like to try to look nice and there's no harm in it. Anyway, um, I've been trying to do a lot more with uh, the quote-unquote downtime that I have because I was talking to a friend who, um, one of my friends that I've recently been connecting with and she was saying that she, we both are going to try to do some more stuff together and she was saying that... Um, uh, she was like, oh, I don't really do anything. And, and I said, yeah, neither do I really. She's like, yeah, but you do this, you do that. But it's like, you, it, she's like, you jujitsu, gym and your podcast and stuff. It's like, that takes up a very small amount of my time. Like, I, I feel like, I feel like there's always an option like that I could take to do more. So I'm actively going to try to do that. And so I made a bit of a spur of the moment decision today that after I went and got my hair cut, I decided to go see um, a heavy show, which is always fun. Um, I went to the, go see North Lane at the Gov in Adelaide. The Gov's such a good venue. I've probably spoken about that before, but I wasn't really big on it when I first went there. I think just because it's completely different to what you're used to. So you're not 100% sure of like the vibe that it, that you get. Or maybe you need to see the right band there to understand that it's actually really decent. 
Because I remember seeing I Killed the Prom Queen there like three, four years ago. And the opening bands weren't great. So they kind of didn't really utilize the venue very well. Like they didn't really make it feel full and big. It It's hard to explain but because <laughs> I don't know how to explain things. Because I don't know how to English sometimes. But yeah, then Prom Queen came out and they really made the room their own. Um, I wish I could tell you how North Lane were tonight, but I swear, um, but I would unfortunately be lying, because I left halfway through the second, um, second to last band, Error, and North Lane would have been the last band, and I feel, <laughs> I feel like such an asshole for doing it, man, like, but I'm just, I'm getting old, I can't bounce back off of, uh, like, a significantly smaller amount of sleep now and go to work and then do shit after work for the weekend on the little sleep that I would have. Plus, I've seen North Lane, like, three or four times in the past two years, or two, three years, or whatever. It's like, if you're Australian and you're into the heavy scene, you've almost certainly seen Parkway Drive and North Lane. You could throw in In Hearts Wake in that too. You've probably seen all three of those. Also the Amity Affliction two or three times. They're just they pop up on all these different shows. So especially when they were all coming up. Um not so much Parkway for me, because Parkway were big when I got into a heavy scene, but yeah, those guys were always popping up on shows, so I'd always fucking catch them. So I've seen them all tons of times. So I wasn't, I don't want to say I wasn't missing anything, but I don't think I lost anything by leaving. Because the main reason I wanted to go anyway was to uh, see a band called Sworn In, who were one of the openers, who I ran into some friends there, which was nice. And we basically all said the same thing after the show was that, man, I wish that tour, like I wish they came here three years ago. Because they put on a decent show, but... It would have just been even better to see them sooner when they originally said that they wanted to come to Australia. But it, they just couldn't make it. I guess logistically it's a nightmare. I never really think about it, how m painful it must be for a, an American band, well, any band really, but that's that far across the way from Australia to actually have to set up a show, or let alone a tour here, because <laughs> Australia's its own continent, you know, we're just, we're just out here doing our own thing, floating about, we're not connected to anything, so, it's like, logistically, you have to fly here, it's not like in Europe, where it's like, oh yeah, we're in England, alright, let's, we can fucking nightliner it to here, we can nightliner it to there, same if you do a US tour. So just that alone would cost so much. And then you got to ship all your gear. Then you got to either hire a Nightliner bus and drive around or fly around and then stay in hotel rooms, which hopefully your promoters are paying for. Jesus Christ. I That is such a headache. I would have loved to, like, I would love to have done that. As I would have loved to have been a touring musician, maybe in another life, but... I'm sure it's one of those things that when you're doing something that is that important to these people, 
that like to the musicians that you obviously uh, I don't want to say you don't mind it, but you can you can live with it. I think is the best way to put it. Yeah, uh, Sworn In put on a pretty good show. I would have... I was a little disappointed, but I think that's just because I've waited so many years to see them, because I think if they came after they released the Death Card, which I think was in 2013, I said it in, in a previous podcast, and I've already forgotten the year it came out, I'm sorry. Um, I think if they came here a year, or like, or that year, or the year after they released it, that would have been brilliant. They were still riding the hype train and stuff, and they got really big over here. Like, people in Adelaide could not stop going on about them. Every show you went to, people were like, hey, man, have you heard the new Sworn In? So they would have packed a show back then, and I think they'd struggle to now, which is a shame. Just because the hype kind of dropped off a little bit. But they did put on a good show. There's just a few things that uh, I hear a lot that I've probably complained before. <laughs> on this, um, the uh, when I see shows, um, that just kind of annoyed me in that Sworn In are a four piece now, and they used to be a five piece. So every now and then, the guitarist is playing with a backing track of another guitar, which I get. You want to make it sound all full and stuff, but you know, yeah, uh, that was just a bit. I don't know, I felt a bit cheap. Just like, get one of your buddies to come and play the guitar for you. But then again, you got to get someone on your bill for you and something as well. So it's probably cheaper for them to do that, but I don't know. But then the second one was their vocalist is not... He's a good vocalist, but he's not got the best stamina out of any vocalist I've ever seen. Like, he's good for half of a sentence then he likes to talk it and then scream it and stuff and he just uh, I don't know it wasn't as comprehensive a vocal performance as I would have liked why the fuck am I I'm I'm very analyzing it this a lot Jesus Christ was that even a word a sentence can't tell it's late can you (laughs) but it's definitely not the best vocal performance but they really got into it and they had a lot of fun which would have been sick and it would have been really nice that... I'm I'm a bit annoyed that the crowd wasn't bigger. Because they definitely do deserve a bigger crowd. Um, but it was definitely worth it to see them. Um, yeah, I just wish they had a bigger... I wish they were headlining. Because that way they could get the crowd that's there for them. And the crowd would have been bigger at that stage too. Um, yeah, I just was at a stage halfway through the show well three quarter way through the show i'm just like man i'm just i'm i'm basically asleep on my feet and i gotta drive just over an hour to get home i can't do this i need and like i need to get some sleep and i need to get up so i'll have energy for work tomorrow i got shit to do tomorrow after work as well i've had i've actually done a fair bit of shit this week to be honest like um like uh last podcast i said on the weekend i will be um. Uh, what did I do on the weekend? Oh, so on Friday, I hung out with some friends. Um, we had a few drinks and watched some hockey. 
which was awesome. We've been we've all been trying to get into hockey lately. I I think I might have said that already. I'm not 100 percent sure. It's only very recently that we've tried it, that like that we've actually been getting into it. So I I don't think I did, but yeah, we've all been trying to sit around and watch some hockey games together, get into it, learn it a little more. It's a great sport. It's really fun to watch. Especially, like, we've all got teams that we go for. Like, I go for all American teams whenever I um watch an American sport. I always go for teams from Tennessee. So I've got the Nashville Predators there, which is cool. Um, But because it's an American sport, you don't feel... You do feel a bit a sense of attachment when you're watching the team that you barrack for uh playing but also when you watch things as a neutral you can kind of get in the corner of like oh i hope this team wins and then you do like fuck yeah that was sick hockey's really cool though i highly recommend you watching it it's a lot of excitement and just really intense like for a game that's played on such a, a small ground or rink i should say compared to most other sports it's so like free-flowing and it's really fast and it's interesting to see that so many teams play so differently with the allocated space they have so i need to get into more hockey uh and then on sunday uh we had a jiu-jitsu seminar in the morning which was awesome Learned a bit more about a position that I like to keep myself in a lot. And then, because I end up, when I'm defending, I end up in a position called half guard a lot. And then we just learned how to go to something called deep half guard, which basically, the best way I can describe it is that you kind of end up holding onto the person's leg like a monkey hanging on a tree branch. But, and it sounds kind of silly, and it looks kind of silly when you're doing it. But it is effective for what you can set up from there. How you can, um, how you can set up a possible dominant, like the next dominant position. You can set that up from it, which is cool because I definitely find myself having to be on the defensive side a lot more because I'm not very good. I'm not very strong, which is okay because, you know. It's nothing, nothing wrong with having a good defense. One day the defense will be relatively okay. Um, but I do like defense. Like, whenever I watch a sport, particularly like soccer and stuff, I, I really do get into watching the, how the defense plays. I don't know why, but I've just always been really interested in it. Soccer particularly. I think just because you've got the offside rule and all that to contend with. So, there's a, with every defense, there is like an art form to it, but there's just something kind of clear cut there. And I think it's just because it's the one that I latched onto the most as a kid, that it's the one that I kind of think about the most. That and like basketball defense, like um, watching a guy like Tony Allen play is really cool. If you watch his highlights, he's fucking brilliant. Uh, Anyway. (laughs) <laughs> Went a bit off topic there. Uh, Sunday. What else? Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. What else did I do? I went to see um, some local fights. That's right. I went to the Diamondback Fighting Championship 
uh, Adelaide Oval with some friends from the Adelaide division of uh, the jiu-jitsu school I train at. Oh, my God. All I can say is if you ever want to, if you live in Adelaide and you want to go see some local MMA, 100% go to Diamondback Fighting Championship when the fifth one is here. Those were some of the coolest fights. Like, okay. I've, that's the second MMA event I've ever been to. So, <laughs> that and the other one was Diamondback Fighting Championship 3. But, the, those were some of the coolest fights I've ever seen in person. Like, they're, they're obviously not going to be on the same level as the UFC. It's like when you watch the A-League, and the A-League isn't on the same level as the... No, they're not on the same level as Real Madrid. But it's awesome to see this local talent and these local fighters are fucking awesome man just it's scary <laughs> when you look at some of these guys and they're just killers which i mean i mean that in the nicest way like there was this um one fighter who is um as he walked out one of the guys i was with goes oh yeah that guy's a vegan Alright, that's a random thing, so I just guess he must know him a little bit. And he's built a bit like a vegan, like how you'd imagine one, how like a vegan is built, how very tall, a little frail, but he's still, he was still pretty ripped, but definitely doesn't look like the most buff guy in the world. No disrespect to him, that's just how he looked at the time. Especially, and I think that's, also, given the fact that his opponent looked like he could win a bodybuilding show, his opponent was fucking ripped. And this uh, skinnier vegan fella just hit the bigger guy with a punch to the face that just turned his legs to jelly, and he just completely knocked him cold for, for a moment, and it was incredible. And there was two uh, jiu-jitsu fights that they did as well to kind of break it all up, which was great. And one of the SA guys won one of those, which is cool. There were um, two title fights that they decided to do. They did two um, belt matches. And for the weight divisions there were, both the South Australian guys won those as well. So there was a lot of... I felt a lot of home state pride watching it, which is nice. Nice to see people from where you're from do well. It's weird how that happens. <laughs> you get that. It's like, he's from where I'm from. So him winning is like me winning. I don't know how, but it is. No, it's been a good week, though. I'm definitely coming into my own headspace a lot more lately and analyzing my situations and thinking more about what I can do with the time that I have spare, which is a lot, um, and how I can make uh, do more positive things for myself, like go to the show tonight. I would have never... I probably would normally not do that on a spontaneous whim. I would often plan it, you know, a week or two in advance. So just little things like that. It's baby steps, but baby steps count. Like um, my buddy and I decided that um, we're going to see, we had this plan for a while. We're seeing the stand-up comedian Chris D'Elia. We're seeing him tomorrow. 
And then earlier in the week, like, man, let's go to town afterwards. Just little things like that. Baby steps are really important. Well, to me in this case anyway, because it's <laughs> it's like putting your foot in the water and like testing it. It's like, oh, that's not too bad. And then, it, but eventually you got to dip, dip in your toe in the water and dive the fuck in. And I'm going to, so I'm thinking of like, when am I going to dive into life? And I think that's what I'm, I, that's what I am going to do. I feel like if I say that <laughs> and then someone else will listen to it, it's just that kind of will make me feel like I have to be more accountable for what I say. So I am going to dive into life a lot more. And I'm doing these things now that help me do it, like going to places that I'm not familiar to with, going to sports that I don't normally go to, like going to see MMA, catching up, like properly connecting with old friends again that I completely fell off with and for some reason just never, like just never took the time of the day just to be like, hey, we haven't spoken in forever. We need to reconnect. And understanding how to allocate my time effectively. Like, um, and I still need to do that thing where I schedule stuff, like on my phone or in a notepad or something, but I am getting better at doing like mental scheduling because I'll just plan it out throughout the day at work or something. Like, um, that's what I did with my day today anyway when I decided that I was going to go, um, to the, show tonight anyway because I had to also before I left go buy um, a couple books for my friend whose birthday was on Monday which is awesome so uh, if you're listening happy birthday for Monday Um, so I bought her a couple of books and hopefully they're decent god I don't feel like a real asshole if they're not just (laughs) something as simple as a gift can really highlight weird things like you want to show that you care about the person obviously and obviously you just uh, you're not just going to do it with a gift your actions and how you are towards them does that but you kind of it, it is a gift is a thing that you can kind of show your appreciation for that person um just in this one tangible thing <laughs> like michael in the office says you can point to it and say, hey man, I love you, this many dollars worth, which might be one of the greatest quotes of all time. Um, But I don't mean it like that. I mean it more so like, this makes me think of you and I think you'll enjoy it. But it can be really fucking awkward if you do that and you think, I think you like this. And then if they don't, you feel like... (laughs) there's this awkward kind of disconnect and it's like, oh shit, do we know each other? What do they think of me right now? Are they looking at me going, you don't even fucking know me, man. What the fuck? How did you not even understand that I wouldn't like this? But again, that could definitely be me overanalyzing a situation. Yeah, I got two books. One of them, I'm pretty certain you'll like. The other one, I'm not 100% certain on, but fingers crossed. My fingers are currently crossed on both hands. And I'm doing the traditional thing of holding them above my head, as seems to be the thing when I do things on this. With with the hands. Looking like Ricky Bobby. 
Um, so hopefully I'll get those to uh this weekend after Crystalia, probably on Saturday or something, which will be nice. Yeah, it's gonna be a great weekend. Um, I should probably start to think about wrapping this bad boy up anyway, since I'm closing in on the half hour mark. Uh, I'll get into my album of the week. Ironically, my album of this week is a North Lane album. Because I have been listening to this album a bit this week. Um, it's the what I would call the quote-unquote golden age of North Lane with their original vocalist Adrian. Just because um, that's just the era of North Lane I preferred. And I preferred this album before they kind of changed their style a bit and then kind of went down the path they're down now. Nothing wrong with it, but it's just really not my bag. I really like the older style. So I'm going to recommend the North Lane album, Discoveries. Uh, Wow, that came out in 2011. I thought it came out in 2012. Fuck. That's crazy. I remember seeing them and like in hearts wake and shows playing shows at like the cavern in 2010 crazy if you'd like to look up a specific oh sorry it came out on uh unify record labels in australia goes for 41 minutes and 11 seconds so it's a decent length album too which is nice especially for like a heavier album um if you would like to listen to a one song, I'd recommend the song Transcending Dimensions. There's this one really bouncy riff in it, which is definitely one of my favourite parts of the album. I'd either listen to that or a song called Comatose. Uh, you, you can listen to the big singles from it, obviously, but I, those are my two uh, diamonds in the rough out of a 10-track album anyway. Um, it's a very cool album as well, because it deals with things like thinking about yourself as a spiritual being, like thinking about things like imagination and the next world, if there's a world after this or anything like that. Like one of the cool uh, lines from Transcending Dimensions is, and it that's a thing is, cool thing as well about this album is that I feel like this is a great album to show someone who, even if they're not super into heavy music, if they're a person that's like, oh, all it is is just fuck you, fuck this, it's angry, angry, angry. This is a great album to show someone who might think that that is the case. And you can just kind of point in their face and say, ha, wrong. Um, well, you don't want to do that. You don't want to be a dick about it. But there's a lot of uh, thoughtful lyrics in this. And yeah, Transcending Dimensions has this great line where just like, and I will love you in this world and if there's a next. Just cool little lines like that. Um, speaking of wrong, just that then reminded me just to go off on a, not going on a, a tangent rant about Donald Trump or anything. I'm not, I'm not a politically charged fella. Um, but I was talking to a buddy about this the other day in that it's crazy in the short amount of time that Donald Trump has been in, like, the political eye or whatever, that, like, as a 
political candidate, because he's always been in the public eye, I suppose, that so much of what he says has entered, like, the lexicon of so much of the world. Like, people will say, wrong, and they'll say, like, you're fake news to people. Whereas two years ago, maybe, like, a year and a half ago, <laughs> the those just calling someone fake news would have just meant nothing. Like, what do you mean, man? So it's weird how such, like, how just what people say on an everyday basis can change in such a short time. Um, yeah. Anyway, I might try uh, wrapping it up now anyway. So, yeah, this week, as I said earlier, uh, haven't got anything huge planned for the whole week, but, yeah, Friday night I'll be seeing... One of my favorite comedians in the world, Chris D'Elia. Finally, I've been waiting years for this. Lots of anticipation. I'm excited. It's going to be a great time. I'm going to hang out with my buddy Jack. We're going to go to town. And we're just going to enjoy life. Because life's fucking awesome. And that's my takeaway from this. <laughs> All right. Have a great week, guys. Bye.